Kia ora, I'm Andrew Whiteside. On the 31st of July 2021, Auckland Pride Festival Incorporated, the organisation that runs the Auckland Pride Festival, had its annual general meeting and published its annual accounts, which showed a deficit of $79,000. Part of that was due to an increase in expenses of $110,000. The statement of financial position for the society as at the 31st of July 2021 indicates that it is in debt and liabilities outweigh assets. To talk about this, I interviewed the society's co-chairs Khan Heaney and Robin Vella. So Robin Vella, Khan Hine, lovely to Hine, rather lovely to uh, have you in the studio. So we're going to talk about uh, what went on at the AGM, uh, but obviously the first thing is the finances, and either of you can pick up um, who wants to talk first. So a seventy thousand dollar loss. Let's just talk through what what happened, what what led to that. COVID. Yeah, ex- explain a bit more. Well, I guess like the the living in a pandemic uh, makes everyone much more cautious around uh, finances um, and so a lot of funding opportunities dried up um, and it kind of just stopped our growth like we were, we were moving towards a growth cycle um, as a organization um, and re-establishing funding streams and the pandemic the uncertainty of the pandemic meant that those conversations were uh harder slash just not realistic at the time it wasn't a realistic ask for us to go out for more more money because your your income actually rose on last year but the expenses went up dramatically Mm. 110,000 so what what was the 110,000 well we expanded our dates uh we doubled our dates um and our, our our outreach to the community like going out um providing more opportunities for uh, creative engagement, creative production, um, growth within the community, uh, funding, uh, uh, going through the the Pride and Spark Empowerment Fund, um, providing doorways into Pride, um, and uh, just increasing the, the amount that we do as a festival as a whole. So when were you aware collectively that there was going to be a, a blowout, that the budget was too high? I, I wouldn't say it's a blowout. I think um, what happened, we, we knew in August um, when we were discussing uh, whether or not to put on the festival. or even August 2020, so yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah. actually th- throughout 2020 we had ongoing discussions about whether whether we should have a festival mm-hmm. um, given the risks of the pandemic uh, and eventually uh, came to the decision as a collective that it would be more beneficial to go ahead um, with a clear risk management plan in place mm-hmm. for our community um, and we went ahead with that and I think overall uh, we were really successful. The the festival itself was successful. It, w- it was certainly large, certainly a lot of events, lots of turnout, but it comes down to the financial responsibility ultimately. Sure. So in, in a COVID environment yep. where things were unsure, sure. was it wise to have such a large festival that cost so much money? I, I think the response from the community, mm. uh, I think the response from the public as a whole, and the reception of the festival as a whole um, is, uh, sorry, I'm just trying to 
figure out how to say this. Um, I think the response to the festival as a whole uh, validated our decision. Um, it was a needed uh, outlet for people's stress after a very stressful year. And despite having two lockdowns during the festival, we still managed to put on uh, an event for the public that was embraced and celebrated. I don't think anyone would deny that. Yeah. But looking at your statement of financial position, you are insolvent. Uh, we're not insolvent. You have an overdraft and yeah. you have no money to pay your bills. You're in negative equity. We're not. We, we lost money, but we aren't in negative equity at the moment. So you're saying there's now money in the bank? Yes. How, how much money? Uh, I, well, I'm not comfortable Why? sharing that information at the moment. Well, okay, if you don't but want to say the exact I, amount, where has that money come from? We're, uh, we're, to plug the deficit, because at the 31st of July, you were in deficit. So where has, the, if you're saying now that you're no longer in deficit, where has that money come from? We've gone out to multiple funding streams. We've gone out to more partners. Mm -hmm. um, we've received funding from uh, partners that are in a long relationship, are in an existing relationship but you're not, with us. you're not prepared to say who they are? Uh, the partners that we have at the moment are Rocketworks and Spark as major funders. Mm. And so they, so they have given you money since that, uh, yeah. since the 31st of July yep. to mm. plug that deficit? Mm. Yeah. All right. I think we've inc increased, we've also increased our um, activation streams and our, our engagement streams so that our partners are getting more uh, exposure throughout the year. We're increasing the, the reach of uh, Pride as a whole annually. So there is a, an opportunity to ask for more money. We have a plan in place to increase our funding streams and to increase the uh, impacts of those funds on the festival and for our communities. But again, you're not willing to say what those are or how much they are. Because you, you said you're not, you're not willing to say what's, what's in your bank account now. So you've made a public statement at the, to, at the end of the July. Well, I don't, July, I don't think that's deficit. helpful. Why? I think like we do a, a financial report at the AGM every year, and that gives a, f a full picture of what happened over that 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 time. At this but stage, the, expo the explanations don't. I mean, the, the, what you've said about your funding that funding uh, there were funding delays because of COVID. So who delayed their funding to you because of COVID? Uh, the funding rounds changed. With Foundation North, Foundation North, yeah. Foundation North are a uh, major supporter of the festival, and you folks applied for eighty thousand dollars, which incidentally is very close to what mm. the deficit was, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm. So when did you apply for that? In oh, actually, I, it's, I think it's April for the May, but then they changed the funding round to August. So how do you know that? They told us because I talked to Foundation North, and they made no changes whatsoever to their funding rounds. Well, that's interesting. They've assured me that they made no change. Is it possible that someone neglected or forgot to put in a funding round in April? Is, is that no. possible? Uh, there was discussion around uh, the funding rounds um, with, with Max, with our director, um, and... I don't, it's not forgot, but we were in discussion with Foundation North about how to apply for uh, the role mm -hmm. or the, for the round. Uh, actually, that's not, that's not very clear. Um, 
we were in discussion with Foundation North uh, throughout the the period after the festival. Um, the advice that we received was we should uh, rework the application. Um, our understanding was that we were within the timelines, but uh, it got pushed the next round. So what you're saying to me is you did apply in April to Foundation North? I'm not sure on the exact dates, but we, because we the, initiated, the, the, official we initiated expo- the, the... The official explanation that your treasurer gave and you've given today is that Foundation North changed their funding rounds to August and they didn't. And now what you're saying to no, me no, no. is there was potentially a problem with, a, with a, um, an application you put in earlier in the year. I, I, there wasn't a problem. But, but you put one in earlier in the year. We began a, an application process. What, what does that mean? Does it mean you, you submit it or does it mean you fill it out but you don't submit it? What, what does that mean? We began, to, we, we began to submit our application and received advice that uh, the funding round, not, maybe not the timings, but what we were working towards had changed and that we should change the way that we applied. So had they seen some aspect of the yeah. application and well, gave you advice? Is that, is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah. The, we work closely with our funding partners, um, like, with our partners like Foundation North, uh, to ensure that we're providing applications that are up to scratch. Because you can see how this starts to make people wonder about what you're saying, because the official word from Auckland Pride was that the funder changed the funding dates, and they didn't. Now there's a different explanation for it. And I'm not saying that you're telling a lie. I'm not insinuating that at all. But the explanation has changed, and the circumstances it's... have changed. And if you're putting an annual report out, sure. it should be accurate. It should state very clearly, at the 31st of July... We had no money in the bank and we had creditors, but it was fudged. There was no explanation. Oh, there's money coming. So is Foundation, has Foundation North guaranteed you that, that, that you will be getting that money, that funding? Well, there's, there's, no, there's never any guarantee. Hmm. But Especially in a pandemic. We work closely with our funding partners to uh, ensure that we're doing the right things. So with an organisation... Wait, can has, I go back to sure, um, what yep. you were talking about earlier about the dates? The, what we said at the meeting was that the funding rounds had changed and I don't think that's uh, a, I, what, what did you call it? Fudging. Fudging. I don't think that we were fudging the dates. What I did, what, what that means to me and what I, what I understand happened is there was a miscommunication on what the... Uh, the dates were um, between Foundation North and uh, our staff, our side. Um, at the time of application, we understood that we had met that deadline, mm-hmm. uh, and it turned out later that the dates were different. How were the dates different? Because their system works, they they have they don't actually have a specific funding round you can apply whenever you want to 
to Foundation North, they and they have a series of meetings throughout the year. Yeah, but they have they have they do have rounds though, where they will uh, uh, consider them. But none were delayed. None, none were changed. N- not their, publicly, but we had conversations. So, with, so, with so, if I follow up with Foundation North about that, you are fairly sure that they will co- corroborate on that. That's my understanding okay. of it. All right, fine. Just to, like what I'm saying is, there was a miscommunication. All right, so we can move on. Um, so just, to, well, just to reiterate, so you're saying that at the 31st of July, according to the books, you were eighty or $79,000 uh, in deficit, mm-hmm. and that now has been covered by funding you have received from other organisations. I wouldn't say we were in deficit. We had a strong standing uh, coming into this financial year, the, the previous financial year. Um, and that meant that coming uh, to the end of the fi- financial year, we were solvent? At the 31st of July, 2021? Yeah. Then why did your account say that you're $79,000 in deficit? And deficit is the word in your documentation. In 79000 in deficit? Mm-hmm. That, that wasn't... I've got, I've got the figures here. So... Uh, the assets, so you're essentially your bank account, one or, one or two other things, minus 15000 so that's overdrawn. Mm-hmm. Your liabilities of $23,000, which leaves you accumulated funds of minus 23000 So that's why I come back to any accountant would look at that and say you are technically insolvent because you don't have guaranteed income. You, you rely on grants, and mm. those are never guaranteed. Sure. So at, at that position, did, did anybody on the board or your treasurer or anyone, or any, in fact, I don't think anybody at that meeting at the AGM, actually looked at those figures and said, this is a grave situation for a society that cannot pay its bills on paper. Yeah. And that, that, that wasn't even mentioned sure. in the treasurer's report. It was, yeah. as I say, this is why the fudge. It, if you're being... Uh, under full disclosure, that those things should be explained to the membership, and the membership voted to accept, yeah, unanimously. I think, from yep. memory, yeah, that treasurer's report. And yet, there's a glaring hole in this. Mm-hmm. And and again, there can be really, um, it, you know, there could be definite reasons that are nobody's fault. It could be someone's fault, but it might not be. But unless you give the full picture honestly and explain it then questions get raised. Sure. So, yeah. Anywho, uh, so, so I wanted to know, in terms of your, mem- your board membership, how many people on that board can read accounts who understand, have a strong understanding of fiscal matters, fiscal responsibility, etc.? How many of you do you think? One or two. Yeah. And we have the support of Duncan. Yeah. So, so you have a, a, a qualified accountant who helps you and who gives you advice? We have the accounting hub. Yeah. Uh, we have accountants. Um, we also lean on uh, supporters outside. And uh, I'm, I acknowledge it's a grave situation, but it's, and it's one that we're taking very seriously mm-hmm. uh, to address, not just through grant funding. Because, I, I mean, you, you must be worried that your expenditure goes up by a huge amount. There's 110000 for a fairly small organisation. Yeah. So does that concern you? Mm. Yeah. So, so how do you it's, keep a lid on that? How, how do you manage that in future? Uh, the up... Sorry, ask well, that the, again. Were the expenses, because your, your income rose, but by, but by no means 
as fast as your expenditure. Sure. So were there things in there that in hindsight you could have thought we could have got a better deal or we should have downsized? Because it was a very ambitious festival, and, and in the, as I say, in these uncertain times, maybe you should have downsized sooner. Potentially, sure. hindsight's twenty twenty, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but surely you're, you're monitoring these expenses. Yeah, we are. We, yeah, we, we monitor monthly, and you, you, your cash flow, so you're aware yeah. of what's coming in. So it, you must have known at some point early in the year that things were not looking that great because you couldn't guarantee that you, and in fact, you didn't get foundation funding, foundation or funding in that financial year. So you must have been aware things were not that great we so the the foundation north funding is a major part of the the financial support of the festival uh i would say our relationship with foundation north is fairly solid so we have not it's never a guarantee but we have uh confidence in that relationship and the delay of the fund the funding application and the rounds um, are a cause for concern but is one that we have confidence will be remedied. Um, Are there any board members or companies owned by board members that uh, supply goods and services to the foundation or to the society rather? Not owned by members. Not owned by or associated with Uh, members? Yeah, I... And Curative is, I work for a, an agency called Curative, which provided the creative campaign for Auckland Pride last year. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you're, you're still employed by them? Yeah. Okay. Um, is that a conflict of interest? Do you see that as a problem? Yeah, I raised that conflict of interest immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, I removed myself from all decision making around that. And uh, yeah, I, I did everything... Uh, that I thought was right in uh, engaging with that kind of decision making. Cool, and, and the board supported that. Mm. Yeah, all right. So how do you uh, how do you make sure that coming into twenty twenty two, the financial year we're in now, that this doesn't repeat? Are there things that you can le- you've learned from? Because you said hindsight's mm. hindsight is is important. Um, how what what have you learned therefore that you can bring into so hopefully this doesn't happen again in the next this next year uh well i think to your point um the festival last year was ambitious the doubling of dates uh and the the outreach during a pandemic was ambitious um and perhaps something that we could have planned for better financially um coming into the next into 2022 the there has been a real push for uh, diversifying and increasing our funding streams um, our director Max Tweedy is focused on that uh, in the period after the festival finding those uh, alternate streams and increasing our funding opportunities on the back of a very successful festival that increased our dates we have uh, more um, a stronger standing in pursuing that kind of funding and, and increasing our, our funding opportunities for both the festival itself, but also for our communities who are engaging in the festival. 
I was speaking there to Khan Heaney and Robin Vella, the co-chairs of Auckland Pride Festival Incorporated. I also asked them about healing the community after the split that occurred in 2018, but for brevity I've removed that. I will, however, post it up to my website separate to this interview. Now, you can visit my website for lots more interviews, opinion and information on the arts and also LGBTQ issues, andrewwhiteside.com. While there, why not sign up for my regular newsletters, which are chock full of goodness. I am Andrew Whiteside. Thank you for listening.